0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast, the podcast where we normally, and it's been a drought for a really, really long time, of content in general, where we talk about Marvel movies and the things that happen around it. In particular, today, we're going to be talking about the things that are happening around Marvel as it gets ready to kind of come back in terms of a content standpoint. One of your co-hosts, Anthony Canton third. I am joined by my favorite people. Well... One, the producer Jake Christie. Jake, how are you?
1: I'm doing okay. How are you, see?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be with you guys tonight. It's been a while mm-hmm. since uh, yep. y'all were y'all were over there. You, Jerome, and Jake over here touting Iron Man three uh, on that other on the, uh, that other podcast you did with Jason Kirk. Shout out to that oh, episode. That was the that was last time I was episode. on this thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. yeah.
0: <laughs> and that voice you and that voice you hear right there is one Jerome Chang, Black Dragon rolls in the house. How are you, sir?
2: I'm great. It's good to see you.
0: Good, good, and so for this episode in particular today, um, I said to myself, hmm, I, I, I want to get some, like, really, really good reactions out of people, not just from you two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, a, f- a friend of the show, uh, an integral part of the show, we got Nits in the house. Nitz, Aww. how are you?
3: That's so nice. I'm, it's 2020, but you know.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It's 2020. Yeah. It's <laughs> 2020, like, it's we 2020. just, I mean...
3: The wildest news just came out. We're recording this. It's literally, can I say this?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, we're recording this directly after uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg just passed. So, you know, a lot to process, but I'm excited to talk with you guys. Segue. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. And yeah, the reason why we're here tonight in particular is we're going to talk about a lot of the content that uh is coming out and things that we've heard news wise first let's just get this out of the way the oasis um the the desert of content that we've been missing all this time will end in december wandavision will be coming to disney plus at some point in december my speculation is that it will air right after the mandalorian ends the mandalorian uh the popular star wars series uh, starts on october 30th season two so I'm going to assume that we're going to get a trailer sometime before then. But WandaVision, which is just uh, just to kind of give a premiere of what it's going to be like, it is uh, Wanda Maximoff, aka the Scarlet Witch, uh, based off of the comic book House of M, where she creates a different reality for herself. And uh, in this particular reality, we're going we will be seeing the return of Paul Bettany's Vision. And uh, a lot of interesting characters and a lot of things um, are ensuing. Number one, and I'll, and I'll go to Nitz first because it's funny. I remember the last time that uh, we talked about anything tangentially related to this content. She was like, I don't really, I don't really care about this Disney Plus stuff. I ain't about this Disney, <laughs> Disney Plus stuff life. Um, considering that we've been in a dry spell because everything's gone to hell in the world. Um, what are you thinking of in terms of actually getting some MCU content back?
3: Yeah, that was me in a prior life. I was younger and stupider then. I've, because uh, you know how they gave us that like 30 second teaser where they put all the new things coming into Disney Plus and they put like WandaVision. I've watched that mm-hmm. one trailer a stupid amount of times. So <laughs> I'd be, yeah, I'd be lying. I like my. It's just a 180. Yeah, not a 360 because I'm not a Twitter person. So I know how to do that correctly. My <laughs> my opinions on it have just flipped completely 180. I think it's going to be amazing. You know, we thought that we were going to have a movie in May. So to ha- not have any sort of new MCU thing, the last thing was really uh, far from home. Mm-hmm. Was that yeah. the last yeah, real that thing last that we MCU got? Thing.
1: Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah. just going to be,
3: yeah. That's, and that's crazy because that was what, May of?
0: That
1: was last July, year. Of July of 2019.
0: Mm
3: hmm. Uh, so you know it's been about a year and a half since then since we've like seen anything so I'm just excited to get anything but I also think it's going to be really good uh, yeah, I don't like Vision but you know he's not fighting in this right he's just going to be like lame and <laughs> mm-hmm. so he'll be good well, it's,
0: yeah it's I mean yeah it's kind of debatable and I think just to kind of set the table um, I'm sure Nitz you remember at the end of Far From Home where in the post credit scene the second one where uh, we revealed that uh, Nick Fury and uh, Maria Hill were Talos and his wife, um, the Skrulls, and yeah. we pan to mm-hmm. Nick Fury um, seemingly in some space station with a bunch of Skrulls. He which
2: was just self-quarantining,
0: which is which happens to be um, the beginning of basically Space Shield, which they call Sword. Uh, sword will be introduced here. Uh, there's a couple of characters that from the MCU that we already know that will be on this. Uh, we got uh, Randall Park; um, he will be back from from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, and also, we have Darcy from Thor. We're gonna have we're gonna have her on the show. And also, if you remember from Captain Marvel, um, Monica Rambeau, who is the daughter of shoot, I can't remember Maria. her name. Maria. Uh, Maria, thank you so much. Uh, the daughter of Maria Rambo, she's all grown up and she's uh, she's an agent of S.W.O.R.D. and uh, Monica Rambeau's uh, uh, character eventually becomes Photon, which is a, another powerful uh, friend of Captain Marvel. So with all that uh, being said, it's going to be really fascinating to see how they kind of introduce mm-hmm. um, this reality bending uh, type of show and just a kind of like a tilt to what we're normally used to seeing in the MCU. Uh, Jake... I'm sure you had to be excited, um, as you always uh, you always want to be on your BS, and this gives you more of a chance to be on your BS, I, specifically I mean, with, with Vision.
1: The thing is, there's no new news about the show, though. So, like, all that tells me is that whether or not my question about Vision's, you know, genitals is answered is going to be sooner. Like, it doesn't actually change what's going to happen. Wait, wait. If he's
2: not real, does that make him imagination instead of Vision?
1: That is a good point. <laughs>
2: that is
1: a good point, Jerome. Y'all me. have
3: never had a vision that wasn't real. What are we doing here? Oh, That's so wait. <laughs> uh, aren't him and Wanda like doing the hibbity dibs?
0: Yes. And, yes, but
1: there's lots of. ways Doesn't to that, do that kind
3: of answer your question? There's I a lot I of ways died?
1: to do that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. And before I explain those hibbity dibs uh, shortly, uh, Jerome, what was your reaction uh, uh, to, to finding out that we're getting some content back?
2: um i'm excited that it's wandavision i'm excited that it's based on uh, house of m which i've heard a lot about and given the last six months i really would like to take notes on how to change one's reality so this this looks really
0: promising for all of us <laughs> wait what's house
3: of you said house of m what's
0: that yeah house of m is a comic book series in which uh, wanda maximoff's character rewrites the the entire marvel universe uh because her mind kind of goes on the fritz and she, she basically changes reality and a lot of things change. So just to kind of, just to kind of give a tie in, because we're going to see a lot of this coming up in all of these future uh, MCU properties, whether it's movies or, or television. Um, so we will be seeing Vision and Wanda's kids, uh, Speed and Wicon um, at, at, uh, at some point. Um, during this series, and they will be a Those part could of the... be, like, two more different names, like Speed and Wiccon.
2: That's, yeah. like,
3: some shit, like a Hollywood celebrity name. Oh, yeah. After yeah. they've, like, Without- gone
0: rehab and... Our- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, it's, and, I, and I think it's interesting because we've already seen Ant-Man's daughter uh, grow up in Endgame five years past, so she's now a teenager. So that kind of sets her up um, in her role as a future hero. And uh, Vision and Wanda's kids will be a part of an eventual Young Avengers team up um, that the MCU will be slowly laying out in a lot of these different properties. And I think another thing that WandaVision is connected to is uh, Doctor Strange. As mm-hmm. Doctor Strange will be making an appearance in this series at some point, I my guess, is probably towards the end of it. Have we even reacted
2: up... to the director decision on Doctor Strange this whole time? <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, 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 we did at some to... point. Sam Raimi.
1: It was supposed to be Scott Derrickson who directed the first Doctor Strange, but they he left because of creative differences, and then Sam Raimi took it over. Which, if I'm being frank, I would rather Sam Raimi directed. Yeah, without
2: question. I was gonna
3: say the first Doctor Strange was directed weird in the first. I I liked it on like the fourth watch, but the first watch I wasn't a fan, so I'm not.
1: Yeah, Sam Raimi is like a one of the most celebrated genre directors ever. So, um, yeah, I think it's probably a good choice.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, since it's connected to that, we'll see a lot of the, not only re- uh, reality bending, but um, I think there's going to be a lot of time-focused elements, uh, obviously, because how do Wanda envisions Vision's kids become teenagers so quickly? And, you know, they did it from that's, that part of the story is going to be really fascinating to see how they pull that off. Yeah. So skip over
2: how they make the kids.
0: is Yeah, well, yeah.
1: There's, honestly, there's a lot of logistical questions, and I feel like I could tie up the rest of this pod in it. So let's just wait and see. As a lot, no, else. bro,
3: there's gonna have to be a sex scene. You can't have them like living. Well, oh, no, I
1: know there's is. gonna be a sex scene. I, I'm just saying, like, how is does like because even if Vision does not would it be the
2: only sex he scene that exists sperm? on Disney Plus? Though, uh,
3: I'm trying to think. All I've watched on Disney Plus is like Hannah Montana movie and. Like Hillary yeah. Duff. so I don't know. That's a good question. Boy yeah. Meets World,
2: I think okay. probably would have had a scene, but Shout not World. Honestly,
1: if I take a guess, I would probably say Matthews is probably. probably trash, but this is one of like thrills. one of like the late '90s, early 2000s sports movies that Disney made. Probably has like the implication of a sex scene in it, but that would probably. Oh, be.
2: sex scene implication is all over <laughs> Disney Plus. We know yeah. that much.
0: Oh man, so yeah, so we'll definitely get innuendo at the very minimum. So uh that'll be fun and it's in its own right so uh yeah WandaVision in December episode by episode and uh and I'll find out what where this story leads so I mentioned time and uh time is going to be very interesting going forward we saw in Avengers Endgame how the Avengers messed with time now it's going to mess with them back uh earlier this week uh, Marvel casted Jonathan Majors as the supervillain Kang the Conqueror, and I cannot say enough how excited I am for Kang to be entering the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, universe, it's just this villain is just so amazing that he can have a multiple story arc, and I think their plans are specifically to put Kang into uh, Loki because Loki. Will be heavily involved in the whole time travel explaining uh, stuff. We got the time variance team that'll be taking part in, in uh, whatever Loki's involved in in that show. But um, yeah, Jonathan Majors is a a rising star, very very mm-hmm. quick. Uh, the, the the last black man in San Francisco, obviously Lovecraft Country has kind of uh, taken a lot of people's uh, attention in terms of uh, what we're seeing from him. So it's a it's a it's a cool choice. It's an interesting choice. And it just has so many future ties to the the MCU and what they're planning. I'm just super excited. Uh,
3: well, what can you tell Kang's... us a little
0: bit about
2: Kang? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course.
0: Um, <laughs> Don't um, wait. This, it's
2: yeah. not just you. I, <laughs> yeah, like for I me, like, it's, yeah. For me, I'm just like Kang's like I know you're pumped about Kang and I'm sure this is going to upset a lot of Marvel fans. But I'm just like kind of a corny name. <laughs>
0: Kang like, Kang, he, Kang like Kangs you know yeah. like the Kangs the really cool. yeah shout out to the Kangs but Thanks. but Kang, Kang no is actually, over, yeah. well yeah Kang is actually oh better it's than Kang Mang. sorry yeah. keep going, <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Kang, Kang is actually better than the than the Kangs I think he's just he's a really intelligent really crafty uh super villain who obviously has the power to travel in between um uh time he's a He's really just like a, an expert time traveler. And okay. he's a descendant. He happens to be a descendant of um, the Richards family, which the Richards family, as we, we know, is the Fantastic Four, which we will see at some point down the line. I just don't know when, but...
2: Mm-hmm. But this opens up that door too. Yeah, there's it, definitely... It's very unlikely that they're going to change that connection of the Fantastic Four. Especially if don't right?
1: have to, since he's a time traveler. So he could be like a thousand generations... Later, right? From. They don't right. have, to but like, to, worry about to the cut.
2: The, at least the lineage of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah, that that's my point. Meaning necessary.
1: that, it, yeah, yeah, they, they they always should leave themselves open to it. I actually don't know. I don't know if they'll reveal it during Loki, but no. you do a thing no. where it's like when they introduce the Fantastic Four, it's like, oh, Kang, he's you know, a great, 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 great grandson.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. And 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 that's what's fun. Like, Kang will probably pop up in multiple of the, of these shows and uh, movies. Um, he's been specifically cast for what we know for sure will be Ant-Man 3, mm-hmm. um, that's supposed to come out in 2022, but hey, we'll have to see what happens with COVID and everything that happens with that in terms of filming, mm-hmm. but yep. yeah, that's the expectation at least first, um, that he will be showing up minimum in Ant-Man 3, but it, I just have a feeling it's a villain so big that he, I don't think you can kill him off early and I think he will have a huge impact, uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. Do
3: you so do you think the MCU is going to be more like that now where we don't have one big villain we're following for a decade, but we're getting these like real iconic villains that we get to follow for a little while and then, you know, they naturally transition into another storyline?
0: Yeah, actually, I think, and it's funny that you mentioned that, Nitz, um, it's, it, it's very interesting seeing that Kevin Feige is basically, I'm going into the source material. I'm going to tell multiple stories and multiple arcs there is a space and time element that will be told in Loki, Doctor Strange, WandaVision, um, Captain Marvel 2 to to another extent. And then there is the ground element of the MCU. Oh, I forget, Thor Love and Thunder is another one in the cosmic side. But in terms of the ground elements of the MCU, we have uh, Black Widow um, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Even uh, Miss Marvel will kind of cover both. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. My guy, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shout out to Shang Chi. Uh, That'll cover that. Actually, I feel like Shang Chi will cover both uh, to an extent. And um, since you mentioned that, Nitz, I think I think we should transition to like one of the one of the bigger questions that's going on right now is that we haven't heard Black Widow allegedly at this point is supposed to come out November sixth. But it's pretty clear with Wonder Woman moving its date again um, with Sony, by the way, announcing that any Spider-Man or any Venom or any, any of their big blockbuster films will be postponed until it's safe to go back in theaters again. Um, It remains to be seen whether Black Widow will be just a theater release or they will decide to do what they did with Mulan and put it on Disney plus. So I just don't know what's going to happen with that yet. But I think it's one of the reasons why Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was supposed to allegedly come out first, will come out later, just due to the fact that it does have a connection to um, Black Widow, and I think mm-hmm. that connection is a uh, one, a uh, Thunderbolt uh, Ross, General Ross, who will eventually become the Red Hulk. What uh, you uh, call? Which will be interesting to see going forward how he not only becomes the Red Hulk but builds this team of kind of like. Some super villains, some basically a bunch, a whole bunch of anti heroes. So that's what the Thunderbolts are. That group is going to be coming to the MCU. We'll see that immediately. Um, in Black Widow, we'll see the origins of that group. Um, I suspect
3: they should honestly so. just do it like March Madness style when it's safe again <laughs> in like 2023 and just like shave just off, off a month, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every single day, like you'll buy like. Two hundred dollars gets you in ten movies. Anyways, I'm just like daydreaming right
0: now. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I it it, it it is incredibly interesting, and I just think that, you know, like I was saying before, Kevin Feige is really just like diving into the bag and telling all of the, um, all of the really fun comic book stories that are out there, and uh, telling them in a way that is not exactly the same as what phases one through three were in the MCU, where. We just had one big overarching uh, storyline that kind of lorded over everything. And in this one, he's allowing, in a sense, smaller stories, but kind of like bigger shows, bigger platforms, and bigger movies, per se. Because obviously, you got WandaVision, you got all these characters in that. You have Doctor Strange that also has all these uh, related characters in that. Who's honking out there? Um, (laughs) uh, We we have... um, we we have lost. Disney Plus trying to
2: get you to sign up for premium. Yeah. yeah
0: pretty much. <laughs> I um, mean, I'm gonna
1: premium. have to if they release Black Widow.
2: I mean I don't know, because I saw Mulan. Oh yeah? Did? Mulan. um I'll just leave it at that so I don't get <laughs> Oh, I heard. <laughs> Ooh, okay. no, please, because
3: I've yeah. people were hating on it before it even started for like right, reasons
2: for reasons no but um i'll just say that i saw mulan and i still currently have a regular disney plus subscription so oh,
3: that's the okay you that, weren't yeah. you weren't going yeah. in the going direction the of way. critiquing we, it you were going in the direction of nbastreams.com okay yes. yeah yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> mm, ah, okay yeah, so, yeah like, i I just yeah. i think because of like the ease of that i i think that's still gonna hurt um yeah i think or, think the, it's, or the idea of like not wanting to bring it into the theater mm-hmm. and getting the money off of that. Although the problem too is like you saw it happen with Tenet. Tenet comes out and that was supposed to be kind of like the big splash back into theaters. But yeah. It yeah. Kind of terrible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which I think is that's expected. And I guess, yeah, I don't know who was surprised by that. It's maybe Christopher Nolan. Um, but I think thing, the, the problem with prognosticating about it is that they had not, like Disney Plus said that like 214 million people or something like that watch Milan. But like the problem is those are all internal numbers. So whereas with like a wide movie release, it's public how much money a movie makes, right? But like whether or not they're going to release Black Widow is entirely dependent on how much money they made from Mulan and that we'll never really know. So like as much as I love to speculate about stuff, it's basically just like, it, I don't know. I have no earthly idea whether or not they're going to release it because I don't know how much they how much money they would need to make in order to make it worth it, you know?
3: Well, yeah, but if you also, if you release it in theater, you have box office, but then, then you get to release it in DVD. So this would essentially be like if you just released it straight to DVD or whatever kids watch now, I don't know, Blu-ray and you are the digital version (laughs) or whatever, like iTunes. So now you don't have all the people that would have bought that after the release or after whatever. Exactly. Right. So like you're foregoing the entire box office revenue that you would have had essentially. So why not just wait until it's safe?
1: I mean, the big thing actually, like from what I understand, the big price difference is that, Especially with like a Mulan or a Marvel movie, is that like just if you're a parent who's taking his you know teenage sons to a Marvel movie, that's three tickets you have to buy. Whereas if you buy it at home, right. as many people right. as you want can watch it in the house. So like once again, I don't know the calculations they're making, but uh, I assume whatever they whatever decision they make is going to be whichever one's the financially best for them. So like I you know. Yeah. I just I'm going
2: to watch uh, Black Widow over the course of 500 Instagram reels. That's going to be my plan. <laughs> I'm going to watch it on <laughs> Twitter. Just
3: some person that really just doesn't give yeah, yeah, a yeah, fuck yeah. about anybody in their community, goes to the theater, live streams the whole thing. Yeah, I'll watch right. it. Oh
2: my God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I'll hate them, but I'll watch it, you know? No, Twi-
2: so, <laughs> Twitch.tv <the> slash free Marvel. <laughs> uh, follow me there.
0: You <laughs> just got to go on Mark
1: Ruffalo's uh, Instagram Live. <laughs> right, right.
0: Oh, man. So, I, so I feel like I should ask this question since we're since we're already talking about it so would you guys pay 29.99 for black widow if you know that november 6th it's coming out and you can't exactly find uh how do you say doctored copy yeah probably I would say like 100.99
3: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, First of all, you could find doctor anything. Yeah. But I would pay so much money to watch a Marvel movie right now.
1: Yeah. Also, I do this podcast, so like I'm I'm biased. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, like that's like that's just like the reality of it and especially as someone who happens to go to the movies at least decent uh, you know, a decent amount of times enough because of these movies and other ones, um I just Yeah, think those movies are kind us, like Marvel horny expensive so mm-hmm. like not the tickets, yeah
2: like it's not just like regular <laughs> real horny <laughs> yeah i not <didn't laughs>
0: want that to get lost in the shuffle
1: if i go Good to movies in new york is. city and i get like a popcorn and a drink i'm spending three dollars anyway so it's like you know yeah
0: yeah that's kind of yeah and that's kind of the point like it and it, it certainly remains to be seen in and I and obviously we're we're all itching to see because I, I am curious to see how they tell the Black Widow story and how they how they transition from uh, Scarlet to to Florence Pugh. So mm-hmm. like I mean that that aspect in itself and what it introduces more importantly I think is um, is the hidden gem of this movie whenever we see it.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean so, I'm super excited.
3: Yeah, you sure. said
1: Florence Pugh and I got excited again. So <laughs> she's the best. <laughs>
3: Okay, um, relax.
1: No, okay. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> and the thing is, as I was leaving my mouth, I'm like, Nitz is gonna take it that way. And I just you know Yeah. You know. My bad. No, all- <laughs> why else I,
2: it's- would we invite Nits if exactly. Nits us? I, I mean obviously I mean. our
1: listeners yeah. love when you sass the guys, so Oh, oh my god. We're oh, we're
2: I not. went back
3: to read all the other reviews because I was trying to find that one, and what a what memory lane these reviewers are. <laughs> I can't Thank I you had, to had all stopped. Of you.
1: I had to stop reading reviews after like ten reviews into Sorted History. Someone said that I lacked the qualities that make someone a person, and I'm like, okay, I'm done with that.
2: <gasps> really? What?
1: Yeah.
3: I think they had a. Make that your banner on Twitter. What are you doing? I I, I if
2: you know, don't I, have a <laughs> dating app. Get a dating app and yeah. fill that in as your profile. <laughs> it, it, and the thing is,
1: if I remember correctly, too, his problem with me was that like I was I forget who it was that like I kept saying that they were probably guilty even though they weren't convicted, and I'm like, well, one, like. That's fine, but probably that. But that has absolutely nothing to do with whether and I have the qualities that make someone a person. What the hell? I think out of nowhere.
3: That's an amazing insult. It I'm is. I'm not <laughs> going to lie. I'm going to use that. Like, it's not true about you. I need you to know that, but I am yeah, going to use it.
2: I don't think I like it's true about me either, but it was just like, you know being. what? Also, I will pay 29 dollars for Black Widow for the both of us. Please swipe right. It's exactly. pretty simple. <laughs> How about no, that? I'd,
3: yeah, I swipe right. I'm, do that. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Free looking for the right Florence
2: Pugh <laughs> to be... <laughs> Sorry, what
0: were we talking about? Uh, we we're, 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 were talking about ticket prices and we were talking about just right. when we watched the movie, and obviously we're we're uh Marvel horny, as uh was said uh previously. And um yeah, uh, I, I think I think um one of the things that, that's also like happening, obviously stuff is getting back to filming. So so right. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. One of the funniest the funniest stories from Falcon and the Winter Soldier getting back to filming is uh, there was a gentleman in Atlanta. Who had basically a rooftop view, um, and was f- was basically filming all of the, the scenes that were being shot, and uh, was putting it out on Instagram in his stories every day for like three or four days. Really? And then one, and then one, and then one day, um, he came on Instagram and he said. Hey, Marvel hit me with the cease and desist. They, they, what you call it, they um, they, they basically they basically hooked me up a little bit for me to stop filming, so. Hey, uh, can I it's pause
1: for a second, so I can edit in this little snippet of uh, Foo Hiders My Hero. There
2: goes my hero, watch him as he goes. No, don't, don't cut the clip in. No, just no, no, no. You, you have to like, casually blended like just seamlessly <laughs> okay built. you know yeah. you
1: guys ruined the joke i wasn't gonna do it, it. <laughs> <laughs> no it's happening it's happening I, we're just yeah, gonna yeah. keep
2: on referencing that time like throughout yeah. the rest of this episode we're just like hey remember when jake sang foo fighters in this episode yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> really I mean, good about let's get back up. to that
1: because not only i mean i respect it i actually think i didn't watch any of the stuff because i don't want to be spoiled but yeah you, you just gotta you yeah. know and and people might be like oh you took the money yada yada yada. it's like no i mean you gotta take the money that's like if I find myself in a hotel overlooking like a film set for like a coveted movie, mm-hmm. I'm filming it and putting it on Instagram as like an extortion. <laughs> like they're gonna pay me to stop. Oh my
3: god! No, right, you right, gotta right. like email their PR team straight away. Like I will release this if I like. Oh my. God. Ten thousand dollars <laughs> isn't the positive <to> my <laughs> exactly. account. By you could tomorrow. pay twenty
2: nine ninety nine for the fully finished <laughs> version or seven ninety nine.
1: Or every shot is from above from a hotel window.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Oh my yeah. god! It's you know it. what I'm wondering though is how COVID is starting to affect the the price to produce the film my mm-hmm. friend right. is back on set right now and yeah. for a tv show which mind you fine like that's like daily ongoing so it's a lot longer than i guess what a film would take maybe no, um, not really not, the yeah, process yeah. that they have to go through is nuts yeah right so like what is that going to do to any of the other films are they going to continue filming the other ones or are they just going to like pause on all filming until things are safe
1: i think they will i think the pr- as someone who doesn't just love Marvel movies, loves all movies in general, the problem is that Marvel is going to be fine because Marvel—if anyone's going to be fine, it's going to be Marvel because they have more money than
2: almost any movie studio. There's all mm-hmm. those smaller
1: movies. That's the problem. But Marvel, I don't think is going to change anything.
2: Okay. Well, I just know that like we're a Marvel podcast, but in terms of just pandemic production, like I have to mention Robert Pattinson yeah. on the Batman. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. could there be yeah. anything more pro-mask? Then Batman who has a mask that does not cover his nose or mouth one place it doesn't cover.
3: Bro, you know what that means to me though is that someone was partying. Mm-hmm. Someone partied, someone didn't follow the guidelines, someone skipped a step. If you're listening to this, right. stay home,
2: mm-hmm. wear
3: your mask, wash your hands, don't party with people.
1: Agree. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Yeah. Bob Bob was definitely, I mean. He definitely was hanging out with some of like the dudes he met when he was filming Good Time, you know, <laughs> uh, just mm-hmm. wearing their tracksuits, fucking around, smoking some weed, and you know he got COVID, and that sucks. And you know he shouldn't have done that, but you know I think it, it is cr- pretty crazy though that there was like the headline, the fact that the headline came out separately, which were bat the Batman production shut down because of COVID case, and then like an hour later it was like the COVID case is the star of the movie. Like,
3: that's <laughs> crazy. Um. Wait, can you guys boss on over this?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's insane. That's it. Oh my gosh. People are so crazy. It's funny. I, I saw Sebastian Stan on Instagram. I saw him. He had the mask on while filming. He's had the mask on pretty much um but he was just in character photo.
2: right no
0: yeah <laughs> yeah you could you could make the argument he might be in that in that case so yeah it's very complicated it reminds me of that video that was posted on twitter a couple weeks ago um with i think somebody from the young and the restless um kissing a mannequin mm.
3: yes i think that that's oh yes that's extreme know. though like i've <laughs> hollywood at least in LA, things are coming back within a day and Hollywood productions have like their own testing. It's not like you need to go to Dodger stadium to get tested. I'm right. pretty sure that that's like an extreme level of something we're not going to be seeing in most Hollywood productions. Yeah. I am saying this with absolutely no expertise or knowledge mm-hmm. and just mm. a complete guess. Mm-hmm. Thank hey. you.
0: All right. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're welcome for that wonderful N- piece this of just information. With a, I'm not a doctor. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just said, don't quote me. Don't retweet yeah, 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 me. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. bookmark me. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
2: the only but... thing that you should clip from this is when Jake sang Foo Fighters. <laughs> you're yes. Jerome yes!
0: yes. right. exactly. set an
3: alarm clock on his phone for every five minutes. He's got to bring that up.
0: Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, so I I guess one of the other things I wanted to, I did want to get back to Ant-Man 3 because, okay, so there's, it seems like Ant-Man 3 is kind of like a, almost like a backdoor pilot in a TV show for the young Avengers. Um, The younger team, obviously we have Scott's daughter is going to be playing a part. Um, And with Kang in the movie, Ant Man so far in the first two movies has been kind of like very small scale stories, you know, not anything like wild happening per se. In terms it's usually of like our the grounded long-term. movie
2: amongst yes. all the crazier
0: stuff, yeah. So it's turned like so far, it seems like it's turning into the hub for what they kind of want to do forward, uh, do going forward with uh with some of these characters. And I really find that fascinating. Another character that I heard that might make an appearance, but I don't know because. If you already got Kang in the movie, I don't know if you can you can do that. But um, allegedly, um, Modoc, uh, will uh possibly be making an appearance in this Who film. Who got <laughs> 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 I feel like somebody should send Nitz a picture of Modoc in the chat just to see what he what he actually looks like. But basically, he's another I'll big um yeah yeah do that and I and we can get uh, Nitz's reaction live. Um, but yeah, basically, Modoc is a part of this um. He's this really like monster type, mutant type, uh, type of, uh, and I guess I should call him a thing as opposed to a person because he definitely doesn't look like a person. And it's when you see that photo, you will realize that he does not look like, um, any type of normal person, but, um, he's, um, a part of aim, which, uh, which plays um, heavily into the, the, uh, Marvel's Avengers game, which by the way, I've been playing, which has been fun so far. Um, shout out to Kamala Khan who, the, who was Miss Marvel herself who we'll see um, on Disney Plus in a couple of years and uh, they actually uh, they actually are starting to put together their casting but um, yeah if you put MODOK and Kang and the Young Avengers in an Ant-Man movie I'm just wondering what that might uh, look like and uh, if, if uh, Nitz takes a look she will see I'm like
3: more. I'm opening it up and it is open up
0: the link <laughs> Sorry,
2: Damn. the first one was wrong.
3: Oh, okay. What is that? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That is MODOK.
3: Wait.
2: MODOK and his MODOK yellow. Huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: but what is that? Is that hair or is that a helmet? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's oh. wild. I'm like, I feel like they'll, you know what? yeah i'm good on that that's like a massive you know um no i'm good it's like it looks like a tv it looks like he has a tv on his head that's what i'm getting at but there's a character that's like that
2: Mm -hmm. yes there is Um it looks like uh, krang from uh ninja turtles yeah! yeah that's the answer yeah
0: yes yes yeah basically a bigger a bigger version of krang a really smart version of krang um and it's funny enough. They're gonna do a. I guess we're, we'll find out. New York Comic Con in October is doing a, a an online uh, show similar to what uh, DC was doing with Fandom, and uh, they'll be talking about a, a Modok ser- uh, TV series. Which I I'm not sure if it's a Marvel TV thing because remember Marvel TV is way different than from what's actually happening uh, on Disney Plus. But uh, Patton Oswalt is supposed to be Modoc, so.
2: That's the wrong um, casting choice. I, I found the right one.
0: Oh, wait. Who, oh, wait, who, oh, wait. Oh, oh, no, God, no. no I understand. This is who Oh, she oh my yes! God.
3: <laughs> that is exactly what this dude looks like.
1: So, for those who can't see me, everyone out on the call, Jerome, what, who, what did you change your background to? Oh my uh,
2: God. Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> that
3: is so mean, but so accurate. Oh I, I made God, sure I found one he's wearing hell. a yellow
2: shirt just so we can like accurate, accurately see it in, in costume.
3: If you photoshop like a gemstone on his head the way that modog has it it's like spot on i'm in shock right now <laughs> okay go ahead
0: oh man that's so great jerome you're the best as always appreciate <laughs> you man um yeah but so, so like we'll see if they if ant-man 3 decides to do that and i, I just that feels feel like, like it's
2: gonna be really loaded especially for an ant-man ooh, movie
0: oh for an ant-man movie it's a lot we, we need to get we need time for Luis.
2: I, I mean, you exactly. can't.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can't. You can't do the movie without. without I, time I mean, to you need at least
1: two. At least Although, two. Although,
0: if we have way too many villains,
2: I am down for Luis explaining how there are so many villains in this film. That that might yeah. be a good monologue. if <laughs> you suddenly get
3: confused and Luis just like gives us a breakdown of everything that's happening. Yes. <laughs> um. But speaking of Ant Man, everyone on Twitter was reacting to the news, and they're like, "Ah, oh, you're gonna put this great character in Ant Man of all movies. Ant Man sucks." And I'm like, "You didn't watch the films." And that got me thinking, I want your guys' take, Ant-Man is one of the stronger franchises in the MCU. If we're talking strictly mm. solo movies, because Iron Man, best character, obviously, Tony yeah. way better. But, but the movies
2: aren't as good as the character. Exactly. Mm-hmm. One of
3: the weakest franchises, the first is kind of the only good one. So then, is that fair to say that Ant-Man is one of the best?
2: It's I- consistent. Um, I would say there's no dud in it, but there's also no like, like it doesn't, the way like Thor has Ragnarok, the way Captain America has Winter Soldier, the way Iron mm-hmm. Man has like the first Iron Man, like both are good movies, but none are like really jumping off the page. So I think you're also the problem say. is
1: if we don't count the Avengers as like one of the franchises, if it's just individual solo movies, right? For sure. There's only yeah. really like five different ones if you count the Guardians of the Galaxy. So when you say like the better, it's like I think Captain America's better. And like it's either, I would say it's either second or third. I, I would say that's the Thor movies because Ragnarok's so strong. It's probably the second best franchise. Well, and then Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man also has two as well. Oh, Shit. I Fantastic Spider-Man. Films. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, I think it's definitely I'll say this. There's no bad not, none of them are bad and they're oh, both, I think, very fun long. good movies. Um, and also, like what if people think, do like? You like oh, and, don't put it in an Ant-Man movie. Public. It's like
3: Right, because it's, it's Ant-Man. Like, I'm a right. huge more of I didn't watch the first one until way later because I was like, it's Ant-Man. Right, right. But, you know, yeah, but I, I get what Jerome is saying in terms of like they're both good, but neither of them has that like staple moment that you could rewatch over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for me, I think the one thing I would say is I think you guys have all made good points in terms of the, the, the first two movies being pretty good and really solid movies. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do now with a. It's almost like a big, big, a bigger scale because you're talking right. about. Um, and it won't be, if I had to guess, it won't be Kang's first appearance, but Kang as kind of like the central figure is like a huge deal. And I think um, the young Avengers being involved will, it'll kind of open up some doors to uh, potentially the Fantastic Four if we get to that point uh, by then. And um, just to see some of these young Avengers um, on the screen would be really would be really cool. But then just fitting all that in is all is always the question when it comes to these uh, big budget movies. Which obviously we were all, we were all curious to see how Infinity War and Endgame did it, and they you know that pretty much they exceeded expectations in that in mm-hmm. that in that type of uh, standpoint. So we know for sure that they can do it. It's just um, you know seeing them do it with probably lesser known um, characters from a standpoint, because even I am not like a big young Avengers. Like I read the books and I know mm-hmm. everything about them. I know of them to an I think extent. we're getting
2: into territory that's beyond what we grew up on.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I said earlier, which is Kevin an exciting
2: Feige, thing, honestly.
0: Yeah. And that's cool. Like I, I really do like the, the approach that uh, Kevin Feige is taking to this and, and kind of just like yeah we'll connect everything but it won't be the same exact um linear type we need everything to really 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 tie in but we just want to tell some individually and some team stuff to a certain extent type of stories that uh will kind of uh, be just be fun in general where you don't feel like the stakes are attached to every single thing How do you
3: guys feel about that? I mean, I feel like Anthony said that you like it, Jerome, Jake. Do you like the idea that we're not now not going to have, like, one linear thing to follow for a decade and be excited about?
1: I think that, um, I think to keep in mind is that we didn't really have, like, like, we knew that the Infinity Stones were going to be a thing in the Avengers post credit scene. But, like, it really wasn't super clear where it was all heading until, like, a little bit before Infinity War. Like, you just kind of knew it was kind of in the background. So I don't actually think that we're going to go, like, another decade without having anything going on. I think that, like, just because it isn't fully in motion now doesn't mean it's not going to happen. And so I don't want them to rush a new big Supreme Bad until they feel like they have established enough to get it there. And, like, I have full confidence in them to slowly lay the breadcrumbs and then, like, maybe five years from now start introducing stuff that will, like, more ramp it up. But, like, you kind of knew about Infinity Stones generally um, in, you know, the early 2010s. And it wasn't until later that we really understood the threat Thanos was. So it's because it's, it's, it's not, like, after the Avengers, we knew exactly what was going to happen. You know, it's not like we are tracking... Thanos,
2: yeah, doesn't, like, properly, like, set any kind of uh, plan in motion until Ultron, basically, that mm-hmm. post credit scene there. And then, mm-hmm. really, I mean, he only starts collecting, for real, for real... Come Infinity War.
0: Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, um, they're still asking who Thanos is at the beginning of Infinity War.
0: Right, right. Yeah, right. That's very, Yeah, that's very important. And yeah, and it's, um, it's it, just thinking about like, how we saw phases one through three play out previously. Um, It, it I think just for to kind of like freshen it up in a sense. I think it's a good idea, especially if they're going to be in so intent on introducing so many new characters because it's like they're really like when we talk about Miss Marvel and She-Hulk, which I'll get to in a second, and um, and uh, Captain Marvel 2, the people that we'll see in WandaVision, the people that we'll see in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the people we'll see in Black Widow, all of these new characters that will be taking um a big part of the MCU, some that we know and some that we don't know. um, He really is taking the, I think he's taking the long game approach at this um, in terms of building, especially basically using all of this whole path, the TV stuff to tell two different stories. um, Mm -hmm. And maybe they'll eventually converge at some point to uh To so maybe whether it's Kang or whether it's at some point, I think I think Galactus has to be in play. Doctor Doom is another one that, like, I, we keep hearing about. Um, who is a huge villain that really can't
2: happen without Fantastic
0: Four. Yeah. yeah, you need to get the Fantastic Four first, yeah. and then um, and then uh, Doctor Doom could come in, and then I'm not even thinking about. the us do
2: a fake out Doctor Doom, like a Doctor Doom that's actually an actor. Like that could be like I've seen it done in Marvel, and I think it was executed really well uh, personally. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll we'll see. Mm, I am,
3: don't even know what you guys are talking about. So follow well, up.
2: I'm, <laughs> j- I'm just trolling uh, AC on uh, his Mandarin Iron Man three. Oh yeah, yes.
3: shout out. Uh, agreed. And no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Iron Man three is fine. Uh, okay, follow up question. How yes. long do we think then the MCU can really go for? Like I was thinking about this today. Is this the SNL of movies where it'll kind of it's it's so big and it's so so strong. It'll just continue for
0: forever. It's going to be The Simpsons. It really is. Like, it, it really is going to be The Simpsons. So, I so really you do...
1: just took another example of exactly the same thing that said?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. couldn't yeah. Could, like, yeah.
2: I, yes. I, like, no, it's The Simpsons.
0: Listen, I leave the originality <laughs> to y'all. I'd just be stealing y'all takes sometimes. No, <laughs> what I said that,
1: she gave you a take. She said it would be like SNL. And you said... Okay, she just provided the take like, that'll be like a long-running show, rather than say yes, I'll use another long-running show instead. Um I mean, anyway.
0: I mean like I said to you That's earlier today. I mean, I like that like it's
2: SNL because the irony being that the best cast was with Robert Downey <laughs> mm-hmm. Jr.
3: <laughs> that was kind of the point through there, is it? Like, just doesn't it changes over time, and you like attach mm-hmm. yourself to maybe like when you first got into
2: it. I think yeah. so. Been, um, and also, is, like, like ultimately, up. it's Disney, like. I mean, we're here, like, purely as fans, but this is, like, essentially just a money-making business for them, and, like, I don't think, I I think Feige does have an intent of having some sort of overarching thing, but also kind of probably doing it more smartly for the sake of appeasing um, more of the hardcore mature fans, because ultimately for kids, like, I don't necessarily think, like, Josiah, when he's watching in 10 years, uh, Mm -hmm. asking, like, you know, there is a real disconnect between Ant-Man 7 and <laughs> Doctor Strange 9 uh, that I feel like is missing the character arc oh. across the board. Like, that's really just going to be like uh, old dad Anthony <laughs> just like swaying in like, no, now you listen here. There you
0: know, something back in my day, let me tell you, let me tell you about that <laughs> Iron Man. You about that? We Remember, had two that war on. machines, I tell you. You guys
3: just bummed me out so much that in a decade from now, kids are going to be like Iron Man Hill because like it didn't come out in their time, and kids on TikTok are going to. I mean, like, we're not
2: even that far off. Like the MCU has been around for long enough
0: that kids Stop. now already are probably going to. Yo, 2008. I still watch TikTok.
3: Ago. I don't care. What'd you say? I said
0: 2008 was a minute ago. Yeah, it really was. When you think about it, 12 I years is a long in...
3: time. I was in. I was in freshman year of high school i think so there's still hope
2: jake was just getting his driver's license what? oh
3: yeah wait no jake's younger than i am yeah
2: yeah, I, I, yeah jake was in middle school 12. yeah
3: jake was in middle school
0: jake was sneaking into Rated yeah. R movies at that point Youngin. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he was like for oh, the man.
3: record legally speaking I wasn't doing that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like, um, but yeah, it's gonna be fun to see how these, how this all plays out. And I think, I think you're right in, in a sense to question how, like, exactly long this is a thing. But you know, as long as they're gonna be making the money as they, as they do, and really a lot of this is um, we'll just look on, at Star Wars, right? Yeah, that's a perfect example. Yeah, you know, another, hope- another,
2: another.
1: Well, no, I don't yeah. think it's a perfect example because Star Wars didn't intend to be
2: a gigantic But like what Star Wars example. turned into now basically. <laughs> that's that's, that's, I, that's I what don't I'm even know if that yeah. I don't know if
0: didn't intend to be that way either.
1: No, but I think that at the time it has been. Like whereas the first three Star Wars movies came out and they didn't make another Star Wars mm. movie for another like 17 years. That's my point. Right. No, that, I, like... I mean, like
2: in terms of like how what where they took Star Wars and especially where they have it now, mm-hmm. like the way mm-hmm. um last Last Jedi ends, like clearly uh-huh. like rises skywalker is that what it was called yeah yeah, that, yeah. denouncing like, that obviously, movie right but like the way last jedi ends with a little kid like you can tell that they're setting up like the next generation right away i think that's just <laughs> the disney model of it um but i i think i think it's probably going to be a balance of you know just continually introducing more characters because more characters honestly will sell and um uh, but at the same time kind of creating like the more sophistication around it to appease um hardcore fans so they kind of get more into it because uh yeah like i'm i'm sure i can talk to my nephew and he's not going to be like kang's in this I'm like yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no not and he's like and kang is really like a comic book heads type of uh type of villain it's not like Thanos, who's kind of like kind of rings out the name rings out kang rings out a little different it's for the people who are like really reading the stuff
2: yeah the real um, ones
0: know yeah yeah real ones no exactly um but yeah like also before i get to the she-hulk thing and, and kind of close things out um i do uh want to say that like you know it's really obviously unfortunate a little bit for selfish reasons that um that black panther's uh arc changes mm-hmm. now with That's the unfortunate right. yes, uh untimely course. passing of chadwick Bozeman. so um you know I'm not I'm not in the in the in the mood to like really speculate on on that mm-hmm. but it, it's a point that has to be brought up because it, yeah. it I think they were setting they were setting that up to be, you know, a big part of uh in terms of leaders of the mm-hmm. team Captain Marvel Black Panther uh Spider-Man to a lesser degree those were going to kind of be the 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 bearers of the uh the franchise mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, lastly, um, one thing that happened this week was uh, She-Hulk. Um, niche She-Hulk is, uh, her, her actual name is Jennifer Walters. Uh, she is the cousin of uh, the Hulk, Bruce Banner. She's getting her own TV series um, on Disney+. Plus. She has been cast. Uh, the casting goes to uh, Tatiana Maslany from, um, you know, her work from Orphan Black. Um, where she plays a bunch of different versions of herself. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it, it's an interesting casting. I don't know a lot of her work in particular. We briefly talked about it in the chat yesterday um, in, in terms of what she does. but um, yeah, she's gonna she's going to be playing Jennifer Walters, a, a lawyer. So any superhero kind of needs a little bailout. Uh, she'll be there for, and um, the Hulk is supposed to be in that show. So obviously, Mark Ruffalo and her will cross paths. And, Do they uh, have
2: a relation in the comics? Are they actually related? Or I yes, they yeah, yeah, yeah they're
0: cousins. Wait, they're cousins, and right? sh- yeah.
3: how does she have powers? She has Hulk uh, powers.
0: Yeah, it was a it, it was a blood transfusion, uh, a blood transfusion, a gamma blood transfusion that gave her the powers. And the only difference is. She immediately retained her intelligence and uh, continued to be a lawyer in such a uh, in, in the green skin.
3: So women are better. <laughs> what I'm hearing,
0: <laughs> like Mark
3: Ruffalo, ten years a woman was just like I got this. <laughs> um, okay. What if, she... what if this is
2: just a long way of just like we realize that Professor Hulk came about when Mark, like when original Hulk, just acknowledged his toxic masculinity. Yeah. Wow!
0: Wow! <laughs>
2: Wow! Like, what if that's actually what happened? Like this whole time, <laughs> like he, because like he, he did this like very vague, like the Hulk and I had to figure things out.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: He said, "Yeah, he really did." Damn, yeah. what that? He was just like, instead of fighting it, I just accepted it mm-hmm. or something.
2: Yeah, like so, maybe you're wrong, he, you
3: just blew my mind. Yeah, maybe, the whole maybe Bruce Banners, like scrolling
2: through Twitter and like trying to like be like, "Yo, it's crazy how half the universe is gone," and then someone like quote tweeted with uh some footage from sokovia is like this you question mark question mark and then he has to really look at himself in his own anger issues and the damage he caused on his own But
3: mm-hmm.
2: oh, a therapist
3: went, bullied mark
2: ruffalo
0: yeah yeah yeah. That's, yeah. that checks he, out yeah, yeah but, and then he went and then he probably went right back to take an ig selfies in the abercrombie ghetto mm-hmm. he was wearing in mm-hmm. game. so <laughs> so 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 yeah so like i think that'll be interesting obviously um uh red hulk uh general ross will be in that in that series too um i uh it's, it's gonna be funny because you know we'll see eventually if um, there are any any defenders kind uh type of crossovers now that those characters from netflix will be available for use going forward we'll see more of the... is
2: associated with that too also mm-hmm. the whole law angle too with uh daredevil
0: um there are some connections right yeah there definitely are some connections it also like man i keep thinking about um spider-man as a fugitive and mm-hmm. him right. needing that's some your type favorite. of assistance yeah. that's been kind of like the, the the thing i've been thinking about like what's gonna happen but i really uh, want
2: daredevil to be, to be the one to bail him out in that case just because that would of be their, really dope their connection that way
0: yeah yeah, that would be that would be really dope. I think um, one of the things that we've heard about Spider Man three, just as a as an aside, is that a uh, Craven will be one of the villains in it. Craven mm-hmm. the Hunter, a really expert tracker, um, in, in terms of uh, not only animals but Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that'll be interesting if they if they cast somebody to play Craven uh, in that future film. But uh, yeah, Jennifer Walters. That's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Um, just because she's such a, she's just such a charismatic, uh, charismatic character. I'm sure eventually, um, I marvelled at what the the other show on this network that I do with Stephanie Williams. Shout out to Steph. Um, she'll kind of give us more of like a background um, at some point about uh, who Jennifer Walters is and how she is. She's just a, she just has an, a, she was already a strong personality before she gets the powers um she continues to be that way in, in in different ways so her confidence speaks for itself so I, i'm kind of looking forward to seeing how they tell that story
1: yeah i mean i'm really looking forward to it um i think it's great that they cast someone who is a well i haven't seen orphan black i know by all accounts uh, Tatiana Maslani is a great actress and also uh jerome where on earth is Tatiana Maslani from by do, do you happen to know
2: Oh, we got a canadian in the marvel cinematic universe oh wow, oh, wow. i mean we already had it wishing. congratulations also, like, yeah. Yeah.
3: nice i it have was... universal health care flex nice <laughs> my government didn't bungle the pandemic as badly as yours flex <laughs> oh, okay Sorry, I'm i mean I'm like done. not
2: bungling that <laughs> yeah like,
3: like the bar but... is so low i know you guys <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. nice my
3: government gave me financial assistance during the pandemic flex okay i'm
2: done mm-hmm. I mean, like, a success in that way is like Paul George hitting a shot in the third quarter. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Paul George. Shot. No,
1: absolutely not. No, I'm, I'm not going to endorse that.
0: Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to Paul, Paul George. George. He's gonna cut the, no, I'm not going to cut it out. Us, Paul just yep. gave us so much content. That would require me to so spend much the time content.
1: to actually edit stuff out, Jerome, I'm not going to do that. I'm going well, to edit out a Boston over earlier, and then I'm going to be done. Um, okay,
0: good. Then shout out to Paul George just one yeah. more time. Shout Make out to Paul George. Listen, I could tell you as an aside, as a sidebar, let me tell you, I don't st- I haven't stayed up like, for example, Jerome game seven Raptors Celtics. I said, you know what, I'm gonna stay up for this. I really am. I'm gonna stay up for this. I got to halftime. I, and then I got to the third, beginning of the third quarter, the Marcus all post up. And then the next thing I saw was uh, Marcus Smart uh, blocking Norm Powell. I have fallen asleep. And um and I and I along and I woke up like right yeah along the way and just woke up at the very end of the game. So it was I an sent- actual
2: quality game seven, as opposed to other game sevens where you know contenders just flame out entirely. Wow, wow.
3: yeah, with your ex boo, shout out. Oh, is that what is? Is, is, is was
2: that like <laughs>
0: Yeah, Let's put but- all that
3: Paul George heat on Kawaii for a minute.
0: <laughs> well, li- well listen like and I was just about to get to that cuz I made sure I said to myself, okay, this time I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna watch game 7 Nuggets Clippers cuz cuz I remember my dad had asked me the same day off. He says, "What do you think about the game?" I said, "Listen, it's 50-50 at this point because mm-hmm. I feel like the Clippers might just be choking this one away and mm-hmm. lo and Choke behold, ball. I stay up and I watch and I just I was so unlike amazed. the rest of
2: the Los Angeles Clippers, you showed up to game seven. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. You're all getting the shots off. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, baby. Um, it was a, it was a wonderful night. And, and I just remember, and it reminded me, um, of how old I really am because I barely got, um, well, I got like, I think four hours of sleep and then I woke up the next day <laughs> and then Josiah felt like he was like, uh, 30 pounds heavier. Uh, he felt like he was three times as fast. And I just, like, I had nothing for the day. So just a reminder, just to let just to let the people know that I am out here being washed. I am a washed dad. Shout, and I, I was going to say, shout that. out to
2: that uh, MC University washed king right here. <laughs>
0: right here. I wear the yep. crown. I, Not the I oldest one on
2: the pod, but definitely. Not even
0: the pod. oldest one on the pod. Listen, but I'm an I old mean, soul. Y'all know this already. He's got a kid. That adds years. Mm-hmm. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know this already, but um, yeah, I feel like that covers it in terms of the the news and notes. Obviously, as we get closer to Wandavision, uh, you know, on this show here, uh, Marvel did what? Uh, we'll we'll kind of cover what happens with that, and then you know, the th- we'll get together um, as the episodes come out, and you know, we'll bask in the glow of the uh, the desert being over. We actually have new content coming forward, so it was exciting to talk to you guys about this uh, tonight. Um, and this first. Oh yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. It's nice to get the gang back together. It is it, really cool. It feels like old times. Um, Nitz, want to thank you so much for joining us today. Um, it was a it was a pleasure to have you back. Um, um, don't be a stranger, first of all, um, <laughs> uh, and, and then secondly, and secondly of all, where can we follow you and tell us a little bit about uh, the organization that you work for.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um you can follow me on Twitter. I might be private again by the time this comes out, but it's at Nitzblub, nitzbluv N I T Z B L U V or on Instagram. I don't post there anymore either, but N I T Z N I T Z B, I think. It's um cool. yes. Yeah, thank you. Uh you know my handles better than I do because your I memory is nuts. Self. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> Whoa, buddy. Um what, so okay, so my organization, so Want Not Need Fund, uh, it was co-founded by me and Shivani Bonfell, who has been an activist and organizer for like half a decade now, it's an incredible human, and basically what we set out to do is, you know, throughout all of it, throughout always, but especially now, the discrepancy between the things that we want and we need has never been greater, especially because we're home, so for example, you know, you don't really need another pair of sneakers, and what that kind of, prompt, the thought that it prompted is could we just forego buying something that we really don't need right now and then put that money into the community and then see it make just like a huge difference. Uh, So for example, right now, we just, I retweeted it during this podcast. So it's like top of brain, top of mind, whatever (laughs) English. Who's that? Um, We, we sponsored some Chicago organizers and we partnered up with them. And basically what they do is every week they feed about 200 families. They make sure that they have diaper bags and formula and everything that they need. To be able to like sustain themselves during this time and you know people like that can stretch a dollar so far so we find people doing good work in the community that are grassroots and local that don't necessarily have as much of the national attention and we get funding to them Um, we have a lot of exciting things coming up so follow us at want not need fund we i don't know if i'm allowed to share this but we got something very excited donate i'm gonna tell you guys jake if you could boss a nova it just in case i'm not allowed to say it Mm -hmm. and then you guys can react Um, we're about to kick off a lot of sneaker raffles over the next couple of months, some exciting basketball things. So yeah, just follow us, support us. And if you know, if you can forgo coffee for a week, donate like $5, it adds up so fucking fast. You wouldn't even believe it. Um, and yeah,
0: thank you. No, that's awesome. A hundred percent. Like, uh, in these trying times, it's important that, you know, obviously we take care of ourselves, but also take care of each other when we can um, it's important to help and, and be a light to others when they're looking for it. So mm-hmm. so really commend you for, for that. And uh, yeah, happy to happy to definitely contribute to that. Um, continuing okay, on and going forward for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah. Uh, Shout
3: out to the two negative reviewers that said I was too negative. I only came on here today for you. And because I was reminded by you when I was scrolling <laughs> through all the reviews
0: oh, the other day. Sorry, I
3: had to get that in before I no. logged off to just be like I only came of for course. you guys. So
0: now that's we are that. grateful. We are grateful for your presence. I, Thank you so much for coming back. Yeah, we are definitely Aww, grateful thank for, you your for your presence. Me. Um did, of course, Jake, Jake. Where can we follow you, my friend?
1: Follow me at the Jake Christie. Uh, I do another podcast that is, uh, you know, silly to say in this circle, but I do a podcast with my friend Andre Barrera uh, called That's Mo Funkin Strictly Monkin. We're rewatching the show Monk with Tony Shalhoub. Uh, and it's actually very exciting uh, because next Tuesday, the next episode, we just finished season two and we actually heard from the creator of the show uh, who asked to come on and talk to us. Cause we had a conversation. Oh, that's amazing. About oh, how the show oh congratulations. Real, how it it, just some like some behind the scenes stuff. And so things are looking good. I'm really excited about that. And we're hopefully going to get some cast members on through that. So uh, if you have any interest in the USA network original series, Monk, or you want something to binge during quarantine. Because I'll be honest with you, it's a really good fucking show. I would do a podcast about if it wasn't. Monk uh, is so
3: good. I know. It, okay, what? so Nick,
1: Nick, you got to come on at some point. What's your Hell favorite yeah.
3: episode? I don't remember.
1: Well, then find out and then let me know.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the good, good thing
1: about Monk is that every episode, the title of it is Mr. Monk, and then like whatever the episode's about. So like if you're like, ex- uh, the one where he goes to the asylum, the episode's called Mr. Monk Goes to the Asylum. So like it's really <laughs> easy to know which one you're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's really awesome jake uh, looking forward to hearing more stuff from you there from that standpoint uh jerome chang the hardworking jerome chang mm-hmm. where can we follow you brother
2: mm-hmm. uh you can follow me at black dragon roll and uh i'll just echo back uh look into as much as you can for want not need fun it's totally worth it mm-hmm. it is the concept itself is so obvious it's embarrassing when you think about it as a person like how easy it is to find just a buck to donate uh, is so yeah check My it heart. out think about your budgets mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. think about what you got to spare and definitely help
0: yeah 100 percent on that and of course you can follow me on twitter at ac spotlight 95 um obviously the other show as i mentioned earlier that i do with stephanie williams marvel did what where we go through a lot of the comics to marvel and kind of uh See how they relate. Um, our conversations have really evolved over these uh, last five or six episodes. And we've really, really dived into some really important topics when it comes to issues of race and and things like that and diversity and, and writing. And uh, it's been really fascinating. And shout out to Steph. She's really great because mm-hmm. as much as I like to claim myself to be a comic book's head, Her she really did. The...
2: Oh my God. Get me every single time. We were just uh, going back and forth on twitter just showing love (laughs) to each other's work but steph's edits are some of the funniest things i've ever seen so nah, i
0: I said y'all definitely got to collab on something because y'all are something else with those videos boy let me tell you but um but yeah for sure um yeah so obviously rate review subscribe to the show um we'll be continuing to do the marvel did watson of course as the content continues to come back uh wandavision will be right there for it um it's gonna be really fun so just rate, review, and uh, subscribe uh, at MC University Pod, or follow the show on Twitter. And um, yeah, so f- for Nitz, for Jake Christie, for Jerome Chang, I am Anthony Canton the Third. This has been Marvel Cinematic University, and we will talk to you next time.